up with Paul and Woody. Check it, check it, check it out. Turn it up, turn it up, you're my radio. It's Paul and Woody for Maccas. The Chicken Clubhouse is back. Now in the Maccas Gourmet Creations range. Available after 10.30am. You stuck it out there yesterday, didn't you? I did. You and Apprentice Mace. I did. I did. I, um... Right across the Western Shore and the Eastern Shore. Yes, I visited the good people of... Sorrel and Midway Point and Belle Reve and Mornington. It was a great experience for me. I don't get out to the Eastern Shore that often. Oh, God, you make uh, it. And it was just really great to shake a few hands, kiss a few babies. I hope you weren't kissing babies again, because last time you went down the Royal to do that and you weren't invited. I thought you were allowed to. Oh. No, I'd seen US politicians do it. I just popped a suit on. Yeah, but that's set up. Uh-huh, right. Oh. oh, okay then. Well, apologies to the parents and the babies that they were... Kissed on the brow. But you were taking the temp. Not of the babies. Oh, no. I like, was taking the yeah. temp of the Eastern Shore. Trying to establish whether or not the rumours are true and the weather is always better on the Eastern Shore. And look, we've got a set of findings, we've got a set of conclusions that we will cover off in a short time and some of these conclusions will probably shock people. You just don't... You can, whenever I say anything on this show, you always challenge it. <laughs> no, it's not about challenging it, yeah, Woody. It's about... Listening to it, assessing it, yeah. then finding the facts. Oh, God. This right. is all over the cat collar again. Okay, one Yeah, the cat collar. Okay, one time. You one thought time. that there was an advertisement what? online that was real for a cat collar that translated meows into English. Well, I'm still yet to find if yeah, it, it was is posted by a site like The Onion. Yeah, but. It was like a click hole video. Well, it's not real. And incidentally, I don't want to sound too much like Donald Trump, who likes to take three days to assess whether or not Nazis are bad people, and then come to the conclusion that, hey, there's bad people on all sides. Great. And on all sides, there are some really good people. He's yet to list the good Nazis. I don't know, personally. I've never met a good Nazi. I don't know. I watched uh, The Great Escape again last night, and I kept barracking for Steve McQueen. Okay. Hmm. Coming up next... Oh, job losses in Tassie yeah. that are not on. But I tell you what, the state government have to be careful with how they address these job losses because I don't want them to be more of them. Going to cover off on it next. Plus, from Monday, you could be seeing pink oh, overseas. Yes. you just got to be hit VIP at hit.com.au. Paul and Woody. Hit's Paul and Woody podcast. Baby, I know you always get a good feel. Eleven past six, Hobart's hit one hundred point nine. Paul and Woody. A big shout out to the twenty five individuals that have lost their jobs due to K and D closing down in Cambridge Park. Yeah. Then you've got Cadbury's who have gotten rid of fifty people. Mm. All right. Now it's very easy for anyone to bang on about how bad it is for these seventy five individuals. Okay, but it's about doing something to prevent it. Now radio announcers can't do anything to prevent this sort of stuff, but I would think that the state government could. Uh, we're reading in the paper this morning that Elise Archer, the Speaker for the state government, has attacked Cadbury's over 50 people losing their jobs. Okay, that's all very well, and it's all very well for her to go out and say, you know, when Parliament's not sitting next week, I'm going to go out to Cadbury's and I'm going to speak to employees and blah, blah, blah. I wouldn't be beating up on Cadbury's right now. Mm. Because we don't want any more job losses. No. Cabries have already said that they're going to invest $75 million over the next 18 months on new automation technology. I'd be trying to convince Cabries to use that $75 million not just on automation technology. Because we don't want the entire Cabries factory automated. We don't want robots running the thing. No, of course not. We'd prefer individuals. So I would hope that there'd be a way for the treasurer... Peter Gutwin, or indeed Elise Archer, if she's so passionate about it, or maybe even the big dog himself, Will Hodgman, to sit down with Cadbury's and work out a way that the rest of the jobs could be protected. Of course, because automation is a reality. Of course it is. And no one wants to see job losses. No way. No one, but it's been happening now for over a decade where automation is replacing people, and you don't want to see that. And that's, no. again, not to take away from the 50 people that have lost your jobs, but I want a solution. So it's Definitely. okay to come out and... Is there a way to re-employ some of those 50 people yes, exactly. to work on developing the new automation technology? I mean, presumably the new automation technology will need to be installed, perhaps even developed, uh, serviced. 
I think that should be the priority. If Cadbury's have already showed their hand and they've said that they've got $75 million to invest <laughs> in a factory that is already up the road over the next 18 months, let's work out how to get our hands on the $75 million bucks and put it in the pockets of Tassie workers. Well, they're clearly showing a future investment in Hobart as well, well aren't they? Right. So they want to keep everything here and we want to keep Cadbury well, let's here. Let's negotiate on that. Yeah, yeah very true. K&D, our understanding is everything's fine in the city. Yeah. Those people have got their jobs. Some of the people that have lost their jobs in Glen Orkey and also Cambridge Park in terms of the trade side of K&D, well, Clenets have taken those on, so that's fantastic. But this is going to continue to happen without a plan. I mean, we hear a lot of rubbish about unemployment rates. Yeah. We know that according to the Australian Bureau of Statistics, if you do one hour of work a week, you are employed. Yeah, so you think it's BS? Well, of course what it's we're BS being fed. sitting at about 5 or 6%. Yeah. And then we're being told by turkeys on the radio that business confidence is at an all-time high. Well, it can't be if we've got Cadbury's getting rid of 50 individuals and we've got companies like K&D that can't make it. Here, K&D have been here forever. Yes. But they're having to tighten the purse strings and shut down their stores. Now, that doesn't say to me that business confidence is at an all-time high. And my concern is if we bang on about a fictitious unemployment rate and a fictitious perception of what business confidence is like in Hobart, then we just stick on the rose-coloured glasses and we completely ignore the real problem at hand. But then we get shocked when more people lose their jobs. Well, that's right, because business because... confidence is at an all-time high and the unemployment rate's better than it's ever been. Yeah. Paul and Woody, hit 100.9. She played the fiddle in an Irish band, but she fell... Hits Paul and Woody podcast. <laughs> Send a stack of people to see Ed Sheeran from Hobart. Oh, haven't we? <laughs> 17 past six on Hobart's hit 100.9. Paul and Woody. And we're sending people to see Pink from Monday next week, but you've got to be a hit VIP. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hit.com.au. It's not even worth wanting to go unless you're a VIP because that's the way you end up there. Was Tommy Little a VIP? Mm. <laughs> you know, Tommy Little's got a show on this station. Yeah, now I know. Carrie he Bickmore. comes on at three o'clock every day with Carrie Bigmore. They're going to see Pink and we're sending a plane load of people with Tommy yeah. Little. So you could be sitting next to Tommy Little. Yeah. If you're lucky, you may even get a whiff of his hair. Oh, I thought you were going to allude to the Mile High Club or something there for a moment. <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't put it past the Tom Dog. No, seriously. I don't really know him that well. Oh, but, um, yes. But he did used to work beneath me uh, at one of my previous radio gigs where in which um, I would be doing the show and then during the songs I'd say, hey, Tommy, you want to go and grab me a Coke Zero? And then you go and grab me a Coke Zero. So he's your water boy? Well, to an extent, yeah. Or he set up some flags or drive the station vehicle, that sort of thing. But he's gone on to big things. You had to make an apology on this station yesterday because of your reaction. I was just a little bit surprised. I reacted in a surprise manner in regards to finding out Tommy Little was going to see Pink and hosting the event. And not Big Daddy. Well, look, I didn't have any expectations that I would be asked. I mean, it would have been nice to be considered. But, look, I'm sure Hamish and Andy are feeling the same way. They probably wanted to put their hands up as well. I mean, I don't want to put myself in the same boat as Hamish I don't Andy. think you should at I don't want to include my name on a list of people of, you know, that includes Hamish Andy, Fifi Box. Um, <laughs> Eddie McGuire. Well, How many people there do There are a know? number of people that work for our organisation that could have been selected to go. Um, and, and Tommy was the one that was called up. So, but not bitter about it at all. Not at all. Well done, Tommy. Yep. Hamish and Andy. We want it's Paul and Woody podcast. Paul and Woody, we've got tickets to the movies in 10. What? One of the things I love about radio studios is that everything is recorded. And yesterday you <laughs> stayed back in the studio and Mason and I hit the streets of Hobart to take the temperature of the eastern side of the bridge as compared to the western side of the bridge. And halfway through the show, Mason needed to go. Oh, don't. That was off air, though, Paul. No, and when you got to go. Yeah, but don't embarrass the you kids. you got to go. Names are Woody and Paul. This is our spin-off show. It's stuff that happens off air that we thought you ought to know. Right. Um, I am yeah? blasting to go to the loop. How can you hold on? <laughs> yeah. Do you, can you do your pelvic like? Sometimes yeah, you... pelvic floor exercises. You gotta. Um, you gotta. Uh, what is it? You pretend that you're holding a walnut between your butt cheeks. 
Oh, do you only pretend with that? I thought you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, have you ever gone in a like? Is there a bottle there or something? Uh, An empty bottle. There's a little box in the back, but it's cardboard. No, no, you don't need one that big. If you're your number one, all you need is a little vanilla essence bottle. Oh, that's <laughs> that's nasty, Paul. Okay. Yeah, don't listen to him, Mace. The, my yeah, mum no, tells I me just I stopped listening to him in like I think in the year two thousand. <laughs> my mum tells me that like your ears and nose, it never stops growing. So don't worry. Thank you. Yeah. I'm still uh, waiting, but anyway. <laughs> This is so inappropriate. If it grown at the same rate, <laughs> well, okay, well, leave it there. Don't, don't. There's no need. Our names are Woody and Paul. This is our spin-off show. It's stuff that happens off air that we thought you ought to know. What you are hearing is Hits Paul and Woody podcast. Trending now at hit.com.au. It's got to be a political one. What is going on? This is it's trending now. There's yeah. just so much going on in politics. And we don't even have time to mention North Korea. No. We'll try and get to it later. Yeah, yeah. Well, Barack Obama, his tweet condemning racism has become the most liked in Twitter history. Wow. How many are we talking? How many likes? 3,710,517, he said. What, wouldn't that annoy the Donald? Well, he... Because he Donald, regards himself as a magnificent tweeter. He had his opportunity, didn't he? He could have, yeah. He really he could have got those likes, but he decided he, to wait three days. Yeah. Yeah, and then stuff it up. Barack Obama said, no one is born hating another person because of the colour of his skin or his background or his religion. And that is just the first in a series of tweets. From Barack Obama. That is magnificent. Yeah. That's really nice. Okay, what about Erica Betts? Oh, God. Okay. Oh, no. So, (laughs) yesterday the big news coming out of Melbourne was Uh. that the city of Yarra, which is sort of almost part of the city, really, have voted to no longer acknowledge January 26th as Australia Day and stop citizenship celebrations on that day. Well, since then, Malcolm Turnbull wants to strip them of their right to hold citizenship ceremonies as it is. Which is ridiculous, because only a few citizenship ceremonies are held on Australia Day. There's plenty of other ceremonies during the year. It's not just one day. And let's not forget, the reason why these councils, and I'll, I'll give kudos to our own Lord Mayor, Sue Hickey, the reason why these councils want to change the date is because the date's really offensive to Indigenous Australians. I mean, it's known as Survival Day or invasion day, so why not just pick another day of the year? I mean, Australia Day in South Australia, a hundred years ago, that was held on just random days. Sometimes it would be in a July, sometimes in a June. I don't know why it has to be this particular date that people like Erica Betts seem to be obsessed with. Erica Betts has accused these mayors, these mayors wanting to go into bat for Indigenous Australians, he's accused them of being tin pot mayors. Well, I think it takes guts to do what they've done. Of course done. it does. Uh, and there's also been claims that they're trying to be divisive. They're trying to divide Australians. Oh. The divide is already there. Of course it That's is. why we're having the debate. But instead, Eric and people like Eric want to stick their fingers in their ears and go, I'm not listening, I'm not listening, blah, 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 I'm not listening. Come on. Trending. That's what my niece was doing last night. <laughs> She's four. She should uh, run for the Senate. <laughs> she probably should. Oh, yes. Oh, is there going to be anyone left in Malcolm Turnbull's cabinet? <laughs> oh, no. Every day there's a new person. This, this is unbelievable. This time it's Justice Minister Michael Keenan. <laughs> May reportedly be a British citizen. What? What is going on? <laughs> uh, now, he's refusing to say if he or his father has gone through the reunification process. Well, then he has if he's refusing to say it. Well, yeah, but then he, he should comes... just go, oh, yeah, I've yeah, I've been reunified. Here's my papers. Yeah, yeah. In the story. I'm guessing you get papers, but... Yeah, yeah presumably. A plaque? I, mean, I don't it's know. probably the easiest way to know if you have a dual citizenship. But Just check your papers. continues to say that, well, I, I am an Australian citizen. Yes, but are you a dual... We know that yeah, you're yeah. an Australian citizen. That's right. We know you're not from... <laughs> Germany like or somewhere saying, like Did you rob that bank? I have a bank account. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we know you have a bank account. Yeah. But did you rob the bank? Well, I have a bank account. I reckon Malcolm has got to take advantage of the situation he's found himself in and build his own little UN. 
Because he's got someone from New Zealand, someone from Greece, <laughs> someone from Italy, someone from Britain. Trending. The latest ring now, it's off at Hit Hobart. We've got tickets to the movies next. Paul and Woody, 20 to 7. Hits Paul and Woody podcast. It's a track from our R&B Fridays album. We've got three on iTunes right now and an old school one as well. Hits Paul and Woody. Spin that wheel. A stack of games on the wheel. Whatever we spit up is what we're playing. Today we're playing for tickets to The Dark Tower. Oh. It's in cinemas today. Yes, Stephen Sta- King. It's another classic. It's a Stephen King. Starring Matthew McConaughey. And Idris I challenge you to a dance off Alba. You know what I just saw? Mm-hmm. Oh, is that a quarter of people who groom their hair. Oh, okay. Not on their head. Yeah, yeah. Have suffered mishaps. <laughs> yeah. From cuts, rashes, some requiring medical help, oh, having yeah. to call triple zero. Have you done that? Of course. But you don't groom yours. You stick your legs up in the air. You lie flat on your back. Yeah. Makes it sound like I was there, but <laughs> you lie flat on your back and you have your legs up in your air and your poor, much younger girlfriend gets amongst it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know, look, I know it's a bit apish, but <laughs> I used to have to do it myself when I was a single guy and I was having a... I guess it was an impromptu trim. Impromptu? Like, sorry, wait, let me get this. You're just sitting on a bus and you think... <laughs> no. Oh, pull out the... No, I was completely stark as I walked past the mirror in my bedroom and I went, mm, hang on, I could do with a little bit of landscaping. Oh, so God. I did. I'm sorry I asked. And I severed the undercarriage. And I couldn't sort of get a good look at what I'd done, so I had to call in oh, a second Myrtle. pair of eyes. Not, no. not the old lady. A family member. Your mum. Mm. You had to call your mum in I know. Yeah. You had to trust your mum near your bits. Well, I just had to say, how bad is it? I said, stitches or Band-Aid? And she said, Band-Aid. Was she drunk again, though? She had a few. Um, so she got me a Flintstones Band-Aid. Oh, <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah, it was... Touch and go there for a while. Literally. Oh, I mean, I mean, she didn't. You know, she didn't Where touch are we? And go are we still? <laughs> okay. Remember, um, so you've got to be really careful. One of my exes. I did the waxing for him, and I've never waxed before. Oh, is that the one that you put in the microwave? Yeah. Ugh. Why did you wax? Because I didn't know you were supposed to test the wax on your lip, like on your most tender part of your body. So I just thought, oh, it looks all right. And I, so I slathered it on. He got like nearly third degree burns. Yeah, but why? Uh, there are two really stupid things that you've done here. Oh. The first is that you've put hot wax on someone without testing the temperature. And the second thing is that you think that you would test that on your lip first. Oh, don't you? No. Where would you test it? Oh, I don't know. Maybe on your hand or oh, something. I'm getting lectures from or a your guy elbow? that I don't cut know. his undercarriage. And it has a Flintstone sticker on it. Yeah, but before so, I trimmed my undercarriage, I didn't okay. try to, I don't know, okay. run a razor over my lip. Okay. Well, not your lip. You can be like, I'm oh, stupid. These are like those people that open things with their teeth. There's nothing worse I than do what, that. that you, now that you're an adult, you get one set and that's it. Oh, Any other part of your body, you can, you can graft a bit of skin. You can get fakies. Well, that's true. Yeah. Have you got... Fake are they teeth. yours? They're my teeth at the moment. What? Oh, yeah. Sometimes I, I look at you and I think if the top one's popped out a bit or... That's horrible. Is there anything more creepy than going to an old person's house and seeing them in a glass of water? Oh. Like some sort of house of horrors. Ugh. You know, when the light hits it. Oh, it's a lie. Morning to anyone that has falsies today. Yeah. One of my best friends has false teeth. And... What, well, is this the same best friend that... Is Asian or is ginger or is short? Or did you have so a they're all the same friends? person. I would like to meet them. Okay. I'm going <laughs> to leave that. We are really going to have to come back with... We've gone way off page. Okay. Uh, the name of the game is to... Show Us Your Text. Okay. Give us a call on 13 12 16, Read the last text you receive and we'll try to work out who sent it to you. If we can't, you get to see the Dark Tower on us. Paul and Woody podcast. 
Five away from seven on Hobart's hit, 100.9. Paul and Woody. Is he really, John? Every time he joins us, though, we get complaints. Yeah, I know, I know. Every... But it's part of the rehabilitation program. We've got I to know, get him but... on here. You know, he gets one phone call a week. He doesn't have a lot of family. But he's always inappropriate. Oh, so now you're going to drop the sob story on well, me. Yeah. I mean, look, I've never asked why he doesn't have a lot of family. Maybe that's why he's in there. I don't know. But Don't, can we... But he does cause, and I know don't people don't like it. And... over why someone's... Yeah, yeah. Probably shouldn't have done that. But nonetheless, he is going to call us with his one phone call a week and he'll do it after seven and we'll get it out of the road ASAP. Hits Paul and Woody podcast. Weather. 13 the top. We're on six at the moment with some showers expected. A lot of snow on the mountain this morning. Nine tomorrow and 12 the following day. Oh, that's an old person thing to say, but anyway. It's pretty. Yeah, it is, it is. Look at the mountain. You should take a photo and put it up on the socials. Oh. Well, the oldies love that. They love it, don't they? Get up with Paul and Woody. Check it, check it, check it out. Here's Paul and Woody for Maccas. The Chicken Clubhouse is back. Now in the Maccas Gourmet Creations range. Available after 10.30am. That's no... I'm... I, uh, you, why can't you stick to the one, script? Sorry, I'll just go back to the script. Because... Uh, can I give a big not... shout-out to everyone on the Eastern Shore? Yeah, you can. Because I went and met you yesterday, guys. Okay. And I had a great time. We're and it's the... great just seeing how the other half live. We're not the White Walkers. It was like, a little bit mm, like that. You know, I'm so over this. Whenever you come to visit me, hmm. you always take a packed lunch yeah. and a pit stop. Yeah. You're like, you know how you stop at Campbelltown on the way to Launceston? Yeah. What's a good pit stop on the way to... Bell Reef. I always like to I... do it. On the way to visit you, our past Howrah, I like to stop in... Bell Reeve and get a sandwich and then do the rest of the trip. And sometimes I'll stop in sort of um, Mornington to stretch my legs. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I'm surprised we even what? let you on our side. You know I've wanted a toll system. Yeah, yeah, that's Not for money, just yet to show you passport. Oh, okay. Would that mean that I'm only allowed... Onto the eastern side if I have to use the airport or Harvey Norman Cambridge Park. Yes. Okay. Um, well, we went out there. I tried to bust a myth because I thought it was a myth that the temperature was always warmer on the eastern side of the bridge, but the results of the study were quite astounding. Yeah, you took your thermometer out there. Yes. And you waved it around. I did. And so the results of that coming up soon. Yes, I misplaced my thermometer, actually, so if anyone has... Caught a glimpse of my thermometer. If you could, I could You're send you. You're a bit weird this morning. <laughs> oh, that's where I left it. <laughs> but coming up next, we've got to take his call. I'm oh. so sorry, but you know we've got time restraints. We get complaints every time he calls yeah. into the show. It's from the inside, Paul and Woody on Hobart's Hit 100.9. Hits Paul and Woody podcast. Which side of the bridge is warmer, east or west? Our, the conclusion into our study coming up in five. Yeah, Paul and Woody. Right, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, <sighs> Paul and Woody. 100.9, all that jazz. But we've, we've got to get this guy on as he gets one phone call away. This is a global telling prepaid call from... There's S'mores. An inmate from a prison complex. Please say yes to accept this call. Yes. Baz? Yeah, g'day, Paul and Woody. I need some help. Oh, what's wrong, Baz? Are you all right? I need to get me details into the Australian Electoral Commission because I've only got a few days left before I can update my details because I want to take part in the plebiscite. Oh, yeah, of course, Baz. We'd, we'd be happy to help you with that. Could you do the online form for me because I'm restricted when it comes to my internet access? Yep, just a sec. I'm just getting it up. Yep. Okay. Baz, um... Here we are. Sorry, it's a little bit slow. What's your name? My full name is Basil Smythe, mm-hmm. or alternatively, Michael Smith. Michael Smith. Uh, I'm also known as Jonathan Jones, <laughs> and at one stage, I went by the name of Gwen Allsop. Uh, okay, we'll just move on. We'll leave that on for a minute. Um, date of birth, Baz? Uh, you can put down the 28th to the 5th, 65... 
or the 2nd of the 3rd, 71, um, the 16th of the 11th, 82, or the 25th of the 12th, 00. Let's just go with that one. Um, your address? Well, it's currently cell 16H block, but I could end up in solitary by the end of the day. Okay. This inmate call from a prison complex has exceeded its allotted time. Thank you. Did he, did he say 16 or 15? Uh, pop. I'm trying to get these down. It's Paul and Woody. I've got to hit 100.9. Yeah. It's Paul and Woody podcast. 25 past 7. Hobart's hit 100.9. Paul and Woody, got an R&B hit for you next. It's been my co-host's dream to be like Grant Denyer. Mm. And ever since you saw Grant Denyer's life-size cutout of yeah. himself, mm. cardboard cutout at Just Cuts, where is it again? I mean, you'd know. Um, down at the Cat and Piddle. I've been inspired by it because, you know, Grant and I have you know quite a history. Um, we've performed Shakespearean theatre around regional New South Wales and South Australia. We've been colleagues and friends for a long time, but he went and got a cutout before I did. And you've always wanted a cutout. I've always resented it. Now, admittedly, <gasps> his cutouts don't cost as much because there's not as much cardboard oh. used. <laughs> My, it, it turns out when you make one of me, it's twice as much as a denier. In fact, the oh, denier ones, you can use quite a thin paper. It still stands. You can get two for one. Two grand That's deniers what, for one of yours, can yeah. you? <laughs> Which is what? Why we're doing this? This is not my idea. Ready to go. Kit Hobart wants you to live with Paul and Woody for Maccas. The Chicken Clubhouse Burger is now back at Maccas. Tell you what, if you want to go to the tropical island of Bali or the party town of Viva Las Vegas, then this. Is the competition for you? I can understand Hobart. you wanting to do it, someone living with you and your cardboard cutout. Yeah. But why me? Like you don't know what people are going to do oh, to me. The, well, look, plan A wasn't to have you involved. Then it was brought to my attention. Oh, she's half the show, mate. So yeah. Okay, well, can you stop? Can you stop referring to me around the office as a guest on your show? Well, sometimes it just feels like you're a permanent guest. Like the um, little fat bloke that sits on the couch for Conan. What are you calling me? No, I was just saying that, like Andy Richter, a bit like him. Okay? So this is how it works. No, you jump on it's the, your show. Uh, I'll, I'll just step away then. You jump on the hit.com.au website, you register your details, and if you're prepared to live with a cardboard cutout of Woody or myself and complete a few challenges, you could be off to Bali or Las Vegas. Don't Sam Newman me. Come on. You're doing the Sam Newman. But imagine where people might take me, my cardboard cutout. Yeah, well, what they might you'll, do be, to me. you'll be happy to know that I have had one made up of you and I've been road testing it. Where? They're very durable. Where have I been? I can tell you that they are to an extent waterproof. Oh, Paul, see, this is what I mean. You know what? I hope whoever lives with you gets a big black texture and draws an appendage well, on your head. Well, in the I terms do. and conditions, you're not allowed to destroy it. Yeah, well... Okay. I think it'll just make it look better. Uh, you can also wipe Woody's dry as well. Okay. Hit no, if you, you know, you spill some food on it. You try to, you know, feed her some bolognese or something. 13, 12, no. No, no, no. no see, no, no. this is what happens. I'm a guest, so you should... You should know where things go now. We're good if the guest helped me out a little bit, you know. I won't have you on again. <laughs> um, jump on the HIT website, register your details, and you could be off to yeah. Bali or Vegas. I mean, what you are hearing is not a test. Pink is about to take out HIT's Paul and Woody podcast. Trending now at hit.com.au. So a mother's pretty peeved off because she sent her teen to visit her mum, so the grandmum, hmm. and she sent along... $300 to cover expenses. Okay, great. The teen came back with an invoice from the grandmother for a further $475.50. <laughs> saying that the $300 hadn't covered the That's teen. Right. But what? Yeah, oh, we've discussed this before. But, Parents use grandparents as free babysitters. But this is your blood. Yeah, but it's, that, it's what this, if granny's on a pension? 
And she's having to fork out money for petrol and for food. But it's the same as like when a father says, oh, I've got to babysit my kid tonight. No, it's nothing like that. It is. No, it's not. Because it's a parent's responsibility, not a grandparent's responsibility. So are you telling me that if your mum looks after your son, Mm. that you're going to be paying for everything? Well, your argument is null and void because I would never allow my mother to look after my son because what she what she did to me was just hideous. Oh, oh. trending! I mean, look at who I am now. Uh, new research has added more weight. You know that saying, "Once a cheater, always a cheater." Oh yeah. They've discovered that those who have cheated previously in a relationship were three times more likely to cheat in their next relationship. You can't teach an old dog new tricks. Yep. A leopard can't change its spots. Yep. Hang on, I'm trying to think of another one. Is there one about a zebra? Can't change its stripes. Stripes. Snake only sheds its skin. Once. No, it doesn't actually. (laughs) (laughs) Trending. Just don't do it. If you go to bed with dogs, you'll wake up with fleas. So we could just keep uh, doing bird this all in the day. hand is worth two in the bush. What? Um, I don't even understand in, that. A bird in the hand yeah. is worth two in the bush. So that's more about think about what you've got rather than what you could get. Oh, why don't they just say that? What you've actually got is worth more than the fiction around. But now I've got nothing because I've spent wasted time trying to understand what that means. Well, the bird's flown away. Yeah. The one you, you had in the hand. Hey, what about this robbery gone wrong in. Uh, in Melbourne, on the mainland, yeah. the Mankers, a shotgun-wielding robber tried to rob an adult store, but the person behind the counter of the adult store <laughs> produced a machete. Oh, <laughs> Now, that does sound dangerous and hideous, but there would have been plenty of other objects and implements that that person working behind the counter could have grabbed All right. to ward off Trending. the robber. All right. For the latest... Oh, maybe a machete wasn't too bad. Trending now. You don't up. have to plug in a machete. Suffer here, Hobart. I've never seen a battery-operated machete. It's Paul and Woody podcast. 17 away from 8. Hobart's here at 100.9, Paul and Woody. This is Phone Topic Roulette. We're going to pitch some phone topics at you, Hobart. Anything can happen. 13, 12, 16. You can end the segment at any time by calling that number. I want to know, because look, I've probably been guilty of hanging on these federal politicians that weren't aware of the fact they were dual citizens. Mm. And I said, well, how do you not know you're a dual citizen? I just want to put it out there. Are you a dual citizen and you didn't know it at first? Like, is this a mistake that people can yeah. genuinely make, or am I correct in thinking, uh, know who you are, guys? Mm-hmm. 13, 12, 16. 13, 12, 16. I want to speak to buskers. Mm. So I saw some buskers down at Salamanca. There was even one at Cash Converters when we were there yes, a few weeks ago. Yes. I want to know what kind of coin you get busking. Uh, Someone said to me... That there was this kid that was busking and that the kid had made $200 that day. Is that a fallacy as well? Is that... Well, I don't know because I got told that the money will get collected and so it always looks empty. So you feel sorry oh, okay. for the busker, but I don't know if that is true. I presume that would be a technique. Yeah. But um, I, I tend to find that the same people that tell me buskers make a fortune are the same people that tell me that when you get some poor homeless person shaking a can, oh, they make a fortune out of that. Oh, yeah, I'm not saying that. So that's why I think it's a fallacy. Well, that's why I wanted to talk to buskers. You know, if I was to take my recorder down... You're looking for a couple extra dollars. Oh, I don't know. I just thought it might be... They seem to be having fun. Well, you just happen to have your recorder now, do you? Well, do you really want me to play something for you? How much would you pay for this, Hobart? How much would you throw in my hat? What, okay. what are you looking at me like? I've no, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. This is good. Good to have some I live won an award by Miss, from Mrs. White in grade yeah. three for my recorder play. Who I, who I believe was tone deaf. And it was an what, encouragement do any, award. Do you have any requests? Uh, to not do the song. <laughs> oh! Okay, you've warmed up. Now, can you do the song? 
Okay. But what? Oh, Mason's showing me $50. Apprentice Mace would throw in $50. Where'd you get that? That wasn't from a charity chin, was it, Mason? No, no, I was just going to throw it in because I feel sorry for you. $50 oh, will probably get you a long way. It's nice. Thank you, Mason. You shouldn't ruin It did pe- actually sound a little bit like um, a dog with <laughs> a throat obstruction. Well, maybe the recorder's oh. out of tune. Oh, okay. So. It doesn't have a read, so it's always in tune. Um... Could you tell me, who are you intimidated by? I'm intimidated by the bloke that fills the petrol up at the petrol station where they serve you. Why? Because I always feel like I'm doing something wrong. And I always want the cheapest petrol as well. I don't want, like, the high-octane one or anything like that. Oh, you feel cheap saying... And I feel, like, less of a man. Like, yesterday I pulled up at one of those petrol stations and I didn't even know it was one where in which you get served. And the guy came over and I put my window down and I panicked. And I said, oh, whatever's the cheapest, just fill her up. And then he looked at me and he said, well, you better put the window up because it's raining. I went, oh, okay then. And I put the window up. I get nervous and I get intimidated. Who intimidates you? Hobart, 13, 12, 16. 13, 12, 16. Did you make up your own job title? Like, did you fancy it up? Mm. Because I made up customer service executive. You worked in a call centre. Yeah, but there's nothing wrong with that. Yes, there is. It's It's misleading. You well, know what no, it is. I was, I, I no, was you know what it is. Customers. It's. I'll say it anyway. What? It's really disrespectful for people that have worked for years to become an executive. And all you've done is you've written it down on a piece of paper or you've changed your email signature. Well, you call yourself a radio host, so. Oh. And I'd use that term oh, loosely, wouldn't I? I have never been so insulted. And this coming from an executive. Oh, hang on, you're not even an executive. The legends and the myths. Hits Paul and Woody podcast. Get up with Paul and Woody. Check it, check it, check it out. Turn it on, turn it up on my radio. Hits Paul and Woody for Maccas. The Chicken Clubhouse is back. Now in the Maccas Gourmet Creations range. Available after 10.30am. East versus West, which side of the bridge is best? Oh, the West scored a win yesterday. So we need a Westie on 13, 12, 16 if you want to win 100 bucks. Also coming up, speaking of East v West, uh, the findings. Oh, yes. A pretty ex- oh, it's extensive research, would you say, yeah. went into which side of the bridge is sunnier because yeah. you don't believe me when I say it's the Eastern Shore. I've always thought it was uh, the parochial nature of the Eastern Shore. That is before 8.30. Oh, but first, can I talk about pink? Oh, my God. I mean, is this the biggest world-class rooftop we've ever put together? And it's international oh, it's in L.A. And it's the only huge. way you can get there is to wing your way in. Yep. We are sending a plane full of people yes. to see Pink on the world-famous rooftop. But we're going to start doing this from Monday. Yep. Okay, but to get a head start, make sure you're a hit VIP at hit.com.au. I tell you what, she loves the fact that we've given her this gig. And uh, some idiot gave her my mobile number. Oh, so I'm... <laughs> Okay, because it's normally the other way uh, around. No, the amount, I mean, the amount of calls of times... I've been getting, because I'm doing a lot of back-end work when it comes to planning this concert. Like, such as? Just producing like, it. No, because you know what you do. You just delegate. That's all you do. Yeah, well, and they've got me on the team, the support team, and she rang me again in the middle of the night. Oh, don't worry, get What time is it? Who is this? It's Pink. I am back with my new single, What About Us? Oh, honestly, you have been told you're not to call me anymore. Um, I'm going to invite you to my hometown, LA. Look, we've been through this, and it's not happening, and I'm not going to your place. And I'd like you to see it. And... No, no, no. Why won't you just take no for an answer? I mean, I can be having the most shit day oh. in the world. Just the most Seriously? awful day. Seriously? And... You bring this on yourself. Look, sometimes I feel like you don't even listen to me. It's going to be a good year, and thank you for all the love. Hello? Hello? My God. I mean... Come on. Come on. How to lose a guy in ten... What was it? Days? Minutes? Hours? Months? (laughs) I think you're already lost, buddy. This is what you came for. Hits Paul and Woody podcast. Little bad girl, little bad girl, little bad girl, little bad girl. 
14 past eight on Hobart's Hit 100.9. Paul and Woody in five. The results of which side of the bridge is sunnier and warmer? East side or the west side? Ooh. First. Let's fight. On Hits, Paul and Woody. We're about to find the superior side of the Derwins. This is Shore of Origin. Powered by cash converters. Sell your quality items now for instant cash and you could win a car. You know, to do that study yesterday, Apprentice Mace took on the west side and you took on the east side. Correct. I had to do Shore of Origin by myself. I heard it. With two guys. Yeah. I never knew that working with men could be so easy. Yeah. Because the two men that I had, you know, the competition only took sixty seconds. I know it was. It sounded very sharp. It was good. It was tight. Yeah, and so, I, I, as a result of listening to that, I'm going to be a lot tighter than I used to be because I know that I waffle a bit. Yeah. So you you watch me today. I'm going to. But be, now you you're actually waffling no, on about no, how you're not going to waffle. From now, from now, I'm going to stop waffling. From now. Okay, great, Dean. You were our carryover loser. You were there yesterday. He was great. Was it the best you was it the best you'd ever heard on this show? Sorry. Oh. See, yeah. see, this, this didn't happen yesterday. The only fault. common denominator no. here is you. Oh, no, 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 waffling. I, I want to introduce you to our um, yeah. uh, player for the West Side, Monique. Good morning, Monique. Hi. Hi. Now, do you prefer Mon or Monique? Okay. Or... Yeah, can we? Mon. Mon's good. Okay. <laughs> this is Excellent. all kind of can be stuffed done off air. Oh, you didn't do this right. yesterday when it went really fast and it was really entertaining. No, yeah, really yeah. quick. Okay. Right, oh, Mon. You right. still there, Mon? <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. here. Okay. Your buzzer is West uh, Dean. You're still there. Yes. And you, you, you want to go by Dean this morning? <laughs> you happy with that? Yeah, or D? Or I, either? Okay. And your buzz is Okay. See, this is what I mean. I thought that working with men was really difficult. And it doesn't have to be. <laughs> okay. So we've got Dean from the East. We've got Mon. And I've got Mason not even paying attention. He's out there chatting up your the carrier of our show, baby. Did you see that? Oh, my girlfriend's in this morning. That's yeah. interesting. <laughs> okay. We're All right, cutting the go. waffle. We're getting into the game. Right, Woody will read three questions. It's the best of three. First to buzz in. Buzz in at any time. 100 bucks courtesy of Cash Converse. All right, Paul. How right. many players are on the court in a single basketball team? Uh, eight. Yes, East. Eight. <laughs> Five. Five. I'll be back. Which yeah. bird was always chased by Sylvester? Oh, West. Yes, West. Tweety. There we go. That's a point for West. In... Now, Dean has to answer uh, this okay, one right to get stay it. in the game. <laughs> How long do you want this okay. quiz to go All right, for? Okay. All right. In which Aussie state is the city of Newcastle? East. West. Yes, East. New South Wales. All right. We need a tiebreaker, Woods. Who is the next Aussie Bachelorette to front her own series? Where? Yes, where? Is it Sophie Monk? Oh, she's done it. Monique from the West. She prefers to go by Mon. Don't hold that against her. Good on you. 100 bucks courtesy of Cash Converters. Dean, look, I'll cut to the chase, mate. Uh, you'll be coming back tomorrow to play again as our carryover loser. No worries, thank you. Okay, so that was Dean and Monique won. Okay, you know people actually have things to do with their time. Okay, well, uh, wrap it up. Come on. Hey, Mission Andy. We want to get our band, Cool Boys. Hits Paul and Woody podcast. 25 past eight. Hobart's hit 100.9. Paul and Woody, the findings are in. The results are in. Yes. Which yes. side of the bridge is sunnier, the eastern yep. side or the western side? Apprentice Mace. Took it out, the temp. Mm. He had his thermometer well and truly out on the western side of the bridge yesterday. You? I went to the east, to your turf. Yes. Big the... shout out to all those. What? People. We talk about us like we're white walkers. It's... No, I, I like to think of you more as the wildlings, who eventually, by season five, became allies. Okay, well, spoiler alert. Oh, come on, we're up to seven. I mean, but we're seriously. We're up to seven, and HBO so... have leaked the sixth episode, so I think I can say what I want. All right. You bought a thermometer. It's the wrong thermometer. Did you pick that up from a vet? <laughs> It hasn't been used. Oh, it's had one owner. An Alsatian. I used to live in Montrose and it was always colder over there. We've recently moved to Oakdown this year. 
and it's always warmer. I'm currently in Blackland Bay and it's seven degrees. Okay, well, I've yep. got 7.2 in Melville Street. And oh, what well, you're suggesting, the closer you get to the bridge, yeah, the warmer it it's gets. It's getting warmer already. Uh, <laughs> yeah, by the time you get to Davies Street, it's an absolute scorcher. <laughs> at the moment, I'm 8 degrees, and I live out at Granton, but I also work out at Cambridge Park, so I see both sides every single day. And it's definitely warmer on the eastern shore. Just put into the car park of the deck. It's easy to spot him because he's the one <laughs> trying to shove a thermometer inside himself. <laughs> in uh, the car park. It's the deck. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I am cruising around the Eastern Shore this morning. Uh, a lot of people on the Eastern Shore are surprised to see a car. A lot of school kids are coming out and waving flags. It's a celebration over here. It's like when the Royals visit. I've seen uh, three sheep on the Eastern Shore this morning. Uh, two of them were being dropped off at school by their mother. Oh, you bad, <laughs> Mace. Yeah, got it out the window. <laughs> oh, well, out the window. Oh. What have you got out? Uh... All right, come on. Just say I'm not the only one in the car park at the deck with things out. Anyway. <laughs> oh, I really hate to report this. When I left uh, Melville Street, it was seven degrees. Yes. From the moment I crossed the bridge, it's been consistently ten degrees. Uh, like, I don't need to go to the toilet, so I'm in the McDonald's toilet right now. Uh, I think the concern is that people would have been eating in the moon of McDonald's and seeing a young man go into a toilet with a thermometer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm standing on a street corner in Sorrell, <laughs> and a bloke just drove past and said, how much? Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, well, I originally had the thermometer in the car, and it was at 20 degrees, and that's because I've got the heater on. <laughs> I am driving around the suburban streets of Midway Point. I'm pulling into people's driveways. I'm tooting the horn. Oh, please don't um, do that. I'm just saying hello. Making sure that everyone's enrolled with the Australian Electoral Commission for the oncoming plebiscite. <laughs> <laughs> this is wild. This is absolutely wild. I've just driven through Sorrell, just near where the cold is, and there was a rooster on the side of the road. The size <laughs> of a Labrador, mind you. Tell her to stay away from legs and breasts. <laughs> Oh, no, but Might I'm just, end up being in a lunchbox. I'm just saying. So Glenorchy Plaza was 15 degrees. Oh. 10 degrees on Main Road, Moona, and at the moment 13 out in Newtown. Oh, you should stop in and see Melissa, the carrier of our show, baby. She's near there. Oh, I already have. How hot was it inside Paul's house with his much younger girlfriend? <laughs> About 75. <laughs> yeah, all right, okay. It was at boiling point, 100. Yeah, uh, you better not have had that thermometer with your mate. <laughs> What you are hearing is not Hits Paul and Woody podcast. Six at the moment. Trending now at hit.com.au. Barack Obama's tweet condemning racism has become the most liked tweet in Twitter history. That's huge. What are we talking? What some numbers? 3,710,517 loves. And this is what he says. No one is born hating another person because of the colour of his skin or his background or his religion. It was just one of a series of tweets and he's kind of looking in a window at a lot of, you know, children of different races. Oh, that's brilliant. Different religions. Now, for a tweet to get that much, I mean, because that should just be a given. But that is what I would have expected from Donald Trump. A message of hope of and hope understanding. And unity. Definitely. And we were only talking about it yesterday that there were suggestions that some former world leaders would get together to try and push Trump out. Well, that's right. At least the former presidents of the United States. Yeah. Uh, that poor woman that was murdered yeah. at the rally, her funeral will be today. Now, if this happened four years ago, Obama would have been there mm. and he would have delivered the eulogy. Yeah. That's what would have happened, but we're not living in that time now, are we? No. Trending. Peanut allergies. Yes. Tell you what, you'd be freaked out if your kid had a peanut allergy. Nasty Well, that's stuff. why they have to be so strict now in yes. school rooms and childcare I, When I was a school teacher, there was a, a boy in my class that had a peanut allergy so strong that if another child had eaten peanuts, yeah. touched a piece of paper, and then the child with the allergy touched that same piece of paper, they'd have an outbreak. See, that's yeah, how that's, serious it was. Yeah. Well, two-thirds of children with peanut allergies who participated in a new study have been seemingly cured 
through a world-first Australian medical breakthrough that may be adapted to other allergies. Two-thirds of the kids that took part in this particular study have had peanut allergies disappear. Yes. What brilliant news. And it's Australian technology that's done it. Totally. And you know what else? Trending. This was why I don't like you whinging about being lactose well, intolerant. I know, I'm hoping, there's no, hope for us. No, no, because yeah. you self-diagnose yourself. No, this isn't us, having a go at anyone that's lactose uh, intolerant. No, this is good. Us lacties. Lacties? That's what we call ourselves. Were hashtag, you having meetings? Uh, or? Yeah. Hashtag lacties. And we had the last meeting in an like ice cream a... shop, which was an error on my part. Are you lactating out of... No, oh, we're lacties. Oh, okay. It sounds like... We're lacties and we are lactose intolerant and... I'm not going to pretend it's easy on us. What did you eat last night? I had a cottage pie with some cheese on top of it, <laughs> and I suffered because of it. No, really. and you had a Mars bar, and you think it's okay because it yeah, was Yeah, but size. it was a limited edition oh salted caramel See. one. The latest trending now on Scoopler, it's up at Hit Hobart. It's going to get hot in here inside the next 10 minutes. What? When it does, 13, 12, 16, to score yourself or get yourself on the Hobart's short standby list for that Sony Extra Bass Portable, Bass Portable Bluetooth speaker. I did so well, didn't I? <laughs> it's... <laughs> can, can I just... That's what it tells me I have to say. Can I just yes. tell you what it is? Yep. In my eyes. Because I've played with it. And in your own words. In my own words. Yep. It's sexy. Yep. You can take it anywhere. Yep. It's portable and it's waterproof. So it doesn't matter where you want to have it next to you in the uh, bar. Now I understand outside. what, you, what you were saying there because... You're aware of the fact that it is waterproof yeah. and you can take it on a fishing trip and that's why you said it was bass related. Yeah. <laughs> I really should have stopped this about... Oh, yeah, everyone laugh. Yeah, let's send that audio out today, yeah. Mason. That's what he'll be doing. That's just cruel, guys. Can you CC me on it? Because I want to listen to it at home. Call them, Woody. How you doing, young lady? The feeling that you're giving really drives me crazy. You don't have a player on the show. I was... Hits Paul and Woody podcast. Oh, it's getting hot. place for all the hottest products. It's outrageous. I just can't deal. I just... It's like a rave with this no, music. I love this music. Not with your dancing. It reminds it's me awful. when I used to go to raves. Oh, you went to raves? Oh, yeah. Sucking on that? a bottle of water only because I was thirsty. Hmm? Mace, one day I'm, I'm, I'm want you to do a behind the scenes video shoot because there's cameras on here all the time just so Hobart can see what we have to see every day. <laughs> It's awful. Oh, God. It's Heaven forbid a, that a I like to... you're trying to do a rave. Yeah. Heaven forbid I like to express myself through dance. Come on, guys. <laughs> Hi, got? Trish. Hello there. How are you? Oh, good, Trish. It is Hobart's shortest standby list. <laughs> I think Trish is the last person on the standby list. Yes, it is okay. for this uh, uh, hottie of the month. Glass. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Harvey Norman. Yes. The Sony Extra Bass. Right. Portable. I've been saying bus. But what if I... Oh, why didn't I just keep moving? I got oh. it right. And Do you want me to have a crack right. at it? Yeah. Maybe I've got to take some heavy lifting out of your hands. Yeah, that'd be nice rather than dancing to rave music. I know. Uh, thanks to... No, that's the wrong one. Try McCann... No, that's the wrong one. See you back at... No, here we go. Where is it? Are you kidding me? It's second uh, from the bottom. From the this bottom. is how much information... It's the yeah. Sony XB40 Extra Bass Portable Bluetooth Speaker. Thanks to Harvey Norman. One person every day will go in... No, that's, no, you don't, that's just that's a, a behind-the-scenes sort of stuff. Scenes Trish, you're on the list and we might pluck awesome. your name out of the hat and you could be taking home that wireless speaker. That'd be brilliant. Guys, oh. pluck it out. That'd be awesome. Yes. I was just going to say, because he did such an awful job, could you just maybe say Harvey Norman a couple more times just to okay. satisfy Are we ready? Harvey Norman? <laughs> Harvey Norman, Harvey Norman, Harvey Norman. Love it. Couldn't get enough of it. Harvey Norman, <laughs> Jerry Harvey, my best mate. He's, he's an ambassador. <laughs> Is that enough? We Go got Harvey that? Norman. Yeah! 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 That's what we want to take, Trish. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, that's too much. All right. Hobart's 100.9 hits. Hits Paul and Woody podcast.